So, the door's having problems, but the cabinet's nailed to the floor. Who built this house? Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it's full of whimsy where the doors break like paper, but the furniture never moves. <laughs> Welcome to the Horror Talk Podcast, the podcast where we show our guests a horror movie without giving them any information about it ahead of time. I'm your host, Dakota Jones, and as always, I'm here to guide you and our special guests through the bizarre and fantastic movies you might have missed. Today's guest is local plumbing expert and insurance entrepreneur, Mike. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Howdy, y'all. So, uh, you're one of the few guests that I've had on the podcast who actually enjoys horror movies, is that right? I do enjoy horror movies, yes. Could you name me, like, some of your favorite horror movies, things you enjoy? To be honest, probably not right off the top of my head, but I really do like uh, a zombie flick, a zombie series, uh, ghosts, paranormal. Uh, those are really, like, my number one genres. But yeah, just horror in general. As far as zombie movies, what are some zombie movies that you've seen that you're like, that's it. That's that's my zombie movie. That's a good movie. Uh, for me, it's always like going back to when I'd seen zombie movies much earlier in life, like the like Dawn of the Dead, the newer version uh, with like the blood and gore is really more there for me. But seeing uh, the old uh, Dawn of the Dead as well, um, I can see the parallels and how that would have been you know, changing for the for the time that it had come out. But for me, it's the new Dawn of the Dead that's really there. So, that being said, do you happen to know who made the new Dawn of the Dead in 2004? Zack Snyder. Did, hell, wow, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did the Batman. The black and white cut. The, <laughs> the You're inflating two movies. There's Batman vs. Superman, and then there's Justice League. And he released a Snyder Cut, but then he also did a black and white version, which yeah. I don't know why. That's the one. <laughs> so with your love of zombies, uh, what would you say is the easiest way to kill a zombie? Only using household objects. Only using household objects. Well... So you gotta get creative here. Hmm. Uh, well... Something that I could use in my house would be like a table leg or Ta like table legs inventive. Yeah. A table leg. I've got a dismantled table right now that it's got like a, a little corkscrew on the end that I think would be very devastating to any zombie I'd ever seen. <laughs> devastating. Okay. That's good. I would say if I had something here, uh, I've got this little light fixture next to where we're recording. I would 100% like break it, jam it in, and then plug it in. I feel like that'd be a real kick-ass kill. Oh yeah, cooked. Mm -hmm. Medium rare. It it'd smell like the Kansas City like fair. It'd be it'd be barbecuing. It'd be crackling. Oh, it'd be no good for sure. Now, second question, what do you think makes zombies scary? Uh, zombies are a little too believable for me, you know? Uh, like, with the, with the many different zombies in the genre, you know, you have, like, the, oh, well, this is an infection, or, like, this is, like, mental health, or, I don't know, I mean, maybe there's a meth zombie movie out there. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. So this is actually something that I have an internal debate about, and I classify zombie movies based on infection, really. Do you consider, like, in things like viruses? Because there's, there's a difference in thought. There's people who were turned into zombies based on some sort of virus or something like that, something medical or chemically imbalanced. And then there's the other that's dead people rising from the grave, which those are like staple zombies. But obviously with things like 28 Days Later, you get people who were infected. 
instead of dead people rising from the grave. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see both uh, both sides there. Uh, with the uh, dead people rising from the grave, I think that's a little bit less scary for me because, like, you know, most of the people on the ground are, like, embalmed and <laughs> stuffed and whatnot. Uh, they also have, uh, like, uh, you know, like with a funeral where, like, they put the eye caps on there so that they can't open their eyes? Yeah. Well, the zombies would be blind on that one, so, I mean... Oof. Well, that's the thing with uh, older zombie movies versus if they did it now, because something that they've done, but they started pouring like slabs, like stone slabs or concrete slabs over the graves as well. So unlike older horror movies, that wasn't a practice yet. So, you know, you break through the coffin, go through the dirt, and then you're there. You're good to go. But newer shit, it seems like it would be way harder for zombies to rise from the grave. I think that's why they did it. They were like, you know, we need to we need to secure this. This is a battle that we don't want to fight. You know, stuff them in the concrete box so that they can't come out with their eye caps. Even if our city department isn't telling us that's where our tax dollars are going, I'm happy to pay taxes so we don't have a bigger zombie uprising. I'm on board, for sure. So the movie I'm showing you today is what I consider to be one of the three greatest zombie movies of all time. It's Lucia Fulci's Zombie or Zombie 2. My top three ones that I think are the original Night of the Living Dead. And for all those people out there who are like, oh, it's in black and white. I can't get into it. Go fuck yourselves. Black and white movies are perfectly okay. You're just an uncultured piece of shit. Anyways, second, I would probably say Shaun of the Dead. And lots of people like to say it's a comedy movie, but it's got zombies. And I would argue it's a zombie movie that has comedy in it. And then the third one I would say would be Zombie 2. Just because the zombies haven't really looked the way they looked until we got to Zombie 2. Because in the original Night of the Living Dead, it's just people with kind of like makeup under their eyes. And it's the first real instance of zombies as we know them today. Because before that, it was in movies like White Zombie. They were basically just like hypnotized slaves. That's all zombies were. So it wasn't until George A. Romero did Night of the Living Dead that zombies as we know them today are a thing. Then you get to uh, the second one, Dawn of the Dead, and that one, they're like blue colored, and they've got like bad eye makeup, and they're doing funny shit in the mall, like slipping on the ice rink and shit like that. And it isn't until we get to Zombie 2 that you actually get the deteriorating body, the rotting flesh, the bugs coming out where they look fucking gruesome. So this is the first movie that really establishes like, and it's easy thought process that like, well, if a body has been fucking lying in the ground for decades, it ain't gonna just look like blue skin. It's gonna be decrepit. So I think this movie is a game changer for that because then if you look at all the other zombie movies, even something as recent as the Walking Dead series. They're gory, they're decrepit, they're falling apart. Even if you're not attacking them, they're able to like lose limbs and shit just because they're so weak and frail. So we owe that all to Fulci. I would also say, before we get into this movie, I want you to know, I don't know how many foreign horror films you've seen, Italians fucking pump the gas when it comes to gore and special effects and crazy shit going on. Like, we here in America like to think that we're inventive and cool and shit, but like fucking Italians and the Japanese, when they're making horror films, they're like, no fucking bars. We're going balls to the wall. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't seen very many, but... um I believe you. I mean, I saw the box art. I saw the uh, Wait, the you effects. looked up the box art? I mean, it was right there. It was just like, pow, zombie. That's it. Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> Supposed to go in without knowing things. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to not look up. Before I start playing this, I just want to give you a little bit of a mindset. So, when the original Dawn of the Dead came out, we know it as Dawn of the Dead. 
when it came out in Italy, it was known as Zombie. Like, that was all it was called. So there was an original script made that was supposed to be a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. I think it was called Zombie Island. Not the Scooby-Doo movie, but I believe that was what the original working title was going to be. And so when they released it in Italy, they called it Zombie 2. But when they released it everywhere else in the world, they just called it Zombie. You'll notice that it's not really even near like a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. And I mean, Romero made a sequel to Dawn of the Dead called Day of the Dead. I know I'm talking a lot about zombies, but the zombie genre and the way it's built over the years, movie after movie, is actually really fascinating. So take Night of the Living Dead. Zombies have just started becoming a thing. Like, they just started happening. And if you watch the movie, people are able to kill them very easily. People are going out in, like, large groups and just hunting them down, shooting them, burning the bodies. Now, if you look at Dawn of the Dead, society's still together. Like, society hasn't crumbled yet, but zombies are becoming more and more prevalent. There's more of them. People are starting to get outnumbered. Resources are getting low. And then you get to Day of the Dead. And Day of the Dead is mostly, like, an army think piece. They're, like, on army base, and they're experimenting, and they show that zombies can actually develop like humans. But at that point in Romero's original trilogy... Like, humanity's done. The zombies have officially overtaken, and now it's only tiny little pockets of people resisting. I can't say enough about the zombie genre. I know it's gotten really big in the past 20 years, but back in the day, it was a small sub-genre where there were less than five movies total, and it's just developed over time like no other sub-genre of horror has. With that long TED talk about zombies being out of the way, are you ready to watch one of the greatest zombie movies ever made, Mike? I think I'm ready. I'm on board and totally stoked. Fuck yeah. All right, let's kick some ass with some Italians. Our guests are going into the movie blind, but here's your chance to hear a full summary of the film. Be forewarned that this is the entire plot of the film, so spoilers galore. Also, if you haven't seen the movie, just pause the podcast right now and come back after you've watched it. Don't come to us saying that we gave away plot details. Also, this movie's been out for a while. You've had plenty of time to watch it. Zombie, also known as Zombie 2, is a 1979 Italian zombie film written by Elisa Briganti based on the screenplay by Dardano Sacchiti and directed by the legendary Lucia Fulci. It stars Tessa Farrow as Annie, Ian McCulloch as Peter, Richard Johnson as Dr. Menard, and a cast of fantastic background actors, locals, zombies, and one shark. It was originally meant to be a sequel to George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which was released as Zombie in Italy, but is able to stand on its own as a feature. It starts with a ghost ship arriving in New York City. The boat is abandoned, but belongs to a scientist we never got to meet. However, we are introduced to his daughter, Annie, played by Pharaoh. In addition to Pharaoh as the leading lady, McCulloch is our leading local reporter, Peter. Disturbed that the ship has come without any living passengers, say, for a zombie or two, Peter and Annie begin an investigative journey to discover what has become of Annie's father and what exactly he was researching before his disappearance. This leads them to a Caribbean island plagued by zombies, distraught locals, and scientist Dr. Menard, played by Johnson. Dr. Menard is working on understanding how medical science and a plague of voodoo-cursed zombies even works, just like the audience. Once Peter, Annie, and their crew arrive on the island, they are besieged by grave-risen zombies and infected locals. All our characters finally meet when taking refuge in the local hospital Dr. Menard is working at. The final act of the film is full of biting, running, shooting, and burning as Peter, Anne, and the remaining survivors try to escape. They are able to get onto the boat and head back to New York City. 
However, one of the crew members was bitten in the final fight and succumbs to the infection. However, this no longer matters because a radio broadcast announced that the island of Manhattan is overrun with zombies, a result of the initial zombie attack at the beginning of the movie. It's hard to separate zombie movies as a great majority of them have the same elements, archetypes, and resolutions. However, Zombie 2 stands out for its gruesome special effects, incredible soundtrack by Fabio Fritzi, and incredible underwater zombie fight with a real shark. Though not really a sequel in the traditional sense, Zombie 2 is one of the top five zombie movies you'll ever see. Say what you will, but the Italians, not unlike the Japanese, know how to go hard when it comes to horror. Zombie 2 is solid proof of that. Hi, I'm Marina, the editor of Horror Talk Podcast, and these are a few of my favorite moments from Dakota and our guests watching the movie. All right. And we have liftoff. Ooh, spooky she. That's such a fucking cool opening. I love it. Uh, also, Italians have better soundtracks than literally any other, I- I- anyone else. Like, Italians fucking hit, hit it. This one is done by uh, Fabio Fritzi, and he's fantastic. I'm getting GoldenEye vibes right now. Not like the menu from the game, but like opening sequence. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were just like, these graphics are like N64. They're shit. And we're only at the opening credits. <laughs> no, the, uh, the soundtrack. That sounds pretty good. I really want to legally change my name to Fabio Fritzi. Because it just like, when you walk into a room and you're like, my name is Fabio Fritz, people are like, I respect you. They're like, you sound cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like somebody who, like, has, like, killer hair care, you know, or something like that. Well, I've got a tale to tell you, lads, a whale or a tale or two. Yeah, we need some shanties going right now. Oh, what will we do with the empty boat now? What will we do with the empty boat now? What will we do with the empty boat now? Sailing in the harbor. The zombie comes to life. The captain out. They seem to be very concerned about this uh, uh, little boat here with the uh, invisible captain. My god, that boat's piloted by a ghost! Woo! You didn't know this was a ghost movie, did you? What if they were to just get on there and, like, you know, find out that there's, like, a zombie and then just oh, blast yeah. the movie? <laughs> this is the Hog Patrol. Anyone on board? It needs you not to just talk about the plot before things happen. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna call it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this movie was five minutes long, did you? No. You're like, I drove all the way out here, and they're just gonna kill it. The cops go up to it, and they're like, yeah, that's a boat, all right. I like that they refer to the captain as a skipper. Man, this Love Boat remake sucks. What we got over there on the table? Some spam and... I saw a can of baked beans. Honey, I'm going out to sea. Before I go, make sure to get me my can of baked beans. You know I never set sail without it. Aw, zoom in on the baked beans. (laughs) No, I was just making a bean joke for no reason. No, they're on the floor. You like that, kids? You like that baked bean joke? Improperly stowed. If I had to wear that hat all the time, who wouldn't have that hair? That'd be a bit of a task, you know, maintaining that hair and then wearing that hat. So what you're telling me is you couldn't survive in the 70s. You think he's bald underneath? No, I think he's funky fresh, baby. Yeah. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Wiggle worms. And they're trying to play the piano. I'd be confused, too. Why did you just fucking tell like a Pokemon play-by-play. You're like, Wiggly Worms tried to play piano. It was not very effective. Oh. 
Here, let me give you a hand with that. Um, oh, no. Uh-oh. He's... He's been bitten. And they're slurping. And screaming. Alright, alright. What's going on here? Where, uh... Oh, New York. Oh, god damn it. Fucking cabin boy got the fucking coordinates all wrong. Not again. All right, Uncle Fester, don't move. You know, I think this is one of the few instances where a cop asked questions and shot second. Oh, look, and there's the director in his cameo. Oh, is that the guy that was wearing the hat? No, he got bit. What am I talking about? See, that guy's bald. He's got a head for the hat. His hair is thinning. He's got a head for the hat, I'm telling you right now. The department was like, what hats are we getting? And that guy was the model. You're like, I only think in shades of how a hat would look on a man. So uh, if you notice with Italian films, they all speak in their own language. So you can have people on Italian films that will speak a bunch of different languages and they'll just do their lines in their language because they hadn't yet perfected syncing up audio with film so then they would just re-record lines oh okay if they I, needed to i was trying really hard to read that guy's underbite and no it wasn't matching up with the, with the subtitles she's like there's chalk on the ground there wasn't shock on the ground when I left. Oh, it's her dad's boat. Uh-oh. I don't know. What do you mean there's a zombie in my boat? That sounds like a direct-to-video Disney movie. Mom's got a zombie in the boat. What wacky shenanigans will we get up to this time? Mom's got a zombie under the bed. I feel like they have a movie like that very similar, but I don't remember. Well, it's uh, Mom's Statement of Vampire. No, there's another one where there's like a whole world under the bed. Yeah, it's uh, you're thinking of uh, uh, fuck, it's the Howie Mandel movie, Little Monsters. Maybe. Yeah. No, that's a hundred percent. Don't okay. maybe. Don't that's exactly what. I it is. mean, you're the movie buff. I just know the movie. It looks like the movie with the movie stuff. In it. To me, it's quite obvious what caused it. Okay, what is it? Clear indications of one or more bites. So you're telling me that medical assistant isn't like, that looks like someone bit his neck. <laughs> that looks like someone bit him. Do you know what his tool is, medical assistant? <laughs> like, imagine going into your work and your boss is like, you didn't buy a new hard drive for your computer? And you're like, why the fuck would I? And he's like, keep better care of your instruments. <laughs> I would like to note that she is in the inside cabin of the ship and somehow the cop on the pier's disco is like bumping oh my there's two people sneaking on the boat he's like now my boss needs pictures of spider-man he's obsessed about him so fun fact that's uh that's mia farrow's sister and mia farrow is uh the leading actress in roman polanski's rosemary's baby you know, where she gets fucked by the devil and has the devil's baby. I've never seen that. I've really never seen that. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, but, um, people regard it as one of the best horror movies. I think it's boring. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I've heard talk around it. I've heard that it's a good movie. Um, not much more than the basic plot. What which is you... in a, was not a problem for me. I, I'll watch it. I love that that, like, why do they have a cat post? Like a cat scratch post. <laughs> but no, I think it's crazy that they're like, we're breaking and entering and fucking around in active crime scene. So if they come and try and arrest us, just say we're fucking. That was good teamwork right there. So I was talking to someone the other day about how there's, like, no payphones anywhere. Like, it's not a problem, but, like... Well, what if I want to do a drug deal but don't have the phone, like, get connected with me? Right? But, I mean, like, I know, like, right offhand, like, three payphone locations, and I would never use one, but, like, 
where'd they all go? You know, who was like, "Hey, we need to we need to get rid of these payphones." Pass for me. It's a hundred percent Lex Luthor because he's like, "I got it." Superman changes into a secret identity when a phone booth. I got it, and I'll get rid of all the phone books in Metropolis, and then it'll have nowhere to go. <laughs> Lex Luthor's just getting really efficient with his delay of changing clothes. You ever wonder what happens to, like, Superman's clothes once he changes into Superman? It's just leaving, like, full-ass nice suits for his, like, reporter job. <laughs> Homeless people are like, come here, come here, you're not gonna believe this. They're like, god damn, that's like a $300 suit. And they're like, they keep showing up every day, same spot. I've got my entire wardrobe picked out for the whole year. I think if I was Superman, I'd get a reversal, you know? It's like one side Superman, the other side, you know, soup. Soup in the inside? Yeah. He's soup. like, when soup I... inside, Superman outside. And then you just the whole... whoop it and you're, you're all set up for the crime fighting. The Horror Talk Podcast brought to you by Reversible Soup Suits. When you want to look your best, but also you're kind of hungry. Get no, not, super suits. Not suit, like a suit, you know, like a like a three-piece. Yeah, no, I'm saying, I thought you said oh. a soup, so he has like a Superman outfit, but when he turns it inside out, it's soup. I don't know about that one. That, that one's a little dangerous. But not for Superman. That's everybody else's problem. Theory confirmed. No swimming zombies. I love that you said that. No swimming zombies. That's right, no swimming. No backstroke. Why can't zombies swim? I don't know, they got bad reflexes. Do you happen to know of a boat nearby? Anybody see a boat? If this guy were like a boat taxi, he's got like the worst sales pitch ever. He's like, this is my boat. I know how to operate this boat. Do you know? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, someone doesn't know how to work a boat. And he's like, I'm too poor for a boat. And he's like, ooh, someone's too poor for a boat. I'll give you a ride, but only if you tolerate my questioning. In order to ride my boat, you see, you must answer these riddles three. <laughs> That's the problem with this movie. People asking too many questions, and there are enough zombies. Yeah, I think the zombie counts, what, one, if you don't count the one in the opener? Uh, well, two. two. There's the one on the medical exam table, because it showed his hand moving. Yeah, he's kind of like... Well, he got bit. Snapping his fingers or something. And you notice that it's unlike zombies now, where, like, he got bit, and then he died because of blood loss, and then he came back to life. Yeah, he's coming back, but he's kind of, like, thinking about it. He's like, nah... I don't really feel like it. <laughs> Five more minutes. What does she mean, they? What do they mean, they're witch doctors? Uh, they're on a, a small Caribbean island. Voodoo. Oh, voodoo zombies. Okay, voodoo. She actually said zombie, though. Like, There's not a lot of movies where they're like zombies. You know, like naming them. Well, that's uh, that's the thing that when George A. Romero did the original Night of the Living Dead, he didn't call them zombies because, like, they weren't. Because zombies were based on what they'd seen beforehand. He created a whole new thing, so he didn't call them zombies. He called them the living dead. And if you notice in, like, almost all of his movies, they don't say zombie. And it's really funny in Shaun of the Dead where he's like, I can't believe it, zombies. And they're like, oh, don't use that word. And they're like, what? And they're like, the Z word, don't use it. <laughs> and now that is a funnier line to you, knowing yeah, that I, they don't use it. I, uh, I remember the line. I never thought about the, uh, the context. This episode of the Horror Talk Podcast brought to you by the theme of Jimmy Buffett's Cheeseburger and Paradise Restaurants. 
I really like the upbeat music coming by, and then uh, the friendly local, like, blessing the new people coming by. He's like, yep, that's science in there, all right. <laughs> Damn it, I am sciencing so hard today. <laughs> Draws his own blood, and he's like, ow, why'd I do that? Oh, right, science. You think he's, like, comparing his blood to, like, superheroes being like, what did I do wrong? I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, so part of that is, like, older blood that's infected with, like, the zombie shit, and then he's putting his blood in to see how it's going to react. Oh. Like a little before-after sort of deal. Yeah, so that's his whole thing. He's very well aware that, like, zombies are a thing. So, like, he's going crazy because he's trying to figure out and, like, understand why they're a thing and how we could cure it. Which you don't see a ton of in zombie movies. People are like, guess I better survive. And then the science is, a scientist is like, fuck it, put me on an isolated island. I'll figure it out. <laughs> that's the other thing I love about Italians. They don't skimp on the boobies. You know, this would be really frightening for me in any situation because I don't know how to swim. And I don't know that if I had, like, a scuba suit, I could figure it out in the time it would take. You didn't just breathe through your mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Zombie shark. Uh, the yeah. shark is not a zombie. Oh. It's just a derpy shark who's just, oh. He's got, like, some residue. He's like, hey, baby, you looking for a good time? That's why they're nature's real predator. Why don't you come over to my house? I'll show you how to use that camera. <laughs> that shark is such a good actor. The shark's probably like, not another wave cam. Yeah, fuck you newer movies that can't just get like a real ass looking shark. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> they're going to like get their like water bottle out and be like, hey, tss, tss, hey, no. No. Oh, my. I feel like she would have been better off just, like, swimming back. What was that, Mike? What was that about how zombies can't swim? Oh, they can swim. Wait a minute. That's going to be hard. Oh, they're going to think the shark did it. Oh, no. She's like, yeah, get this fucking coral in your face. And he's like, <laughs> coral bad. Yeah, you can't, you can't exfoliate a zombie like that. They fall apart. <laughs> the shark is permanently mouth open. Just... <laughs> Welcome to why this film is one of the coolest zombie movies. An underwater zombie fights a shark. For real. What? Yeah. Oh my. Oh, he just he bit the shark. Yeah, he did. Well, he. I don't know that he bit it. It kind of like he ripped off a chunk. So does that count? Did we get zombie sharks? Or is it... He's got a bite. Why is he running that? Because that thing's going to fucking eat him. Uh, by the way, I want you to know, he can hold his breath for a long time. He has lived in areas uh, where he basically is like a sea diver as a profession. So, like, he and me a scuba tank for, like, three to four minutes at a time. He's like, yeah, what do you want to do? <laughs> Grab the camera. I'm going to fight a shark. <laughs> Now, if I was a zombie, I'd go after those goats. Well, it's a good thing you don't, because it would be a bad time. Ah, yes. Everyone's cozy, over-the-shoulder nightgown. I, uh, I would love to think that I'm making a joke, but I actually have one. <laughs> What'd she see? I didn't see whatever she saw. And she was looking at us. Could have been. She's breaking the fourth. So the shark fighting the zombie is one of the reasons this movie's really famous. This is the second reason. She's gonna wanna fix that door. I wonder how long she's had this door problem and just left it unchecked. Yeah, crush them. Break off those fucking fingers. Uh-oh. They kind of look like crayons. You know the, the fat crayons in the bottom you don't wanna use? They look like hot dogs your friend's dad made when he forced you to come over on Memorial Day. I feel like she either knew what was going on there, or... Yeah, she, she knows about the zombies. She's not treating this situation with the gravity that it deserves. 
So the door's having problems, but the cabinet's nailed to the floor. Who built this house? Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it's full of whimsy where the doors break like paper, but the furniture never moves. <laughs> Mr. Seuss, how is that helpful? It's whimsical, you see. <laughs> she needs a household item. Uh-oh. Yeah, come here. Yeah. Oh, here it is. That must be his good hand with the fingers on it. Mmm. <laughs> it's the slow draw. Uh -oh. No! Don't do it! Yeah, that's no good. No! Fuck, it's so close! Uh. Uh. Oh, that's filthy. Oh my god! Oh, shit! Oh, they just keep going. Oh my god! Ooh. No! Holy shit! That fucks me up every time. I hate eye shit. Oh man, that was pretty nasty. Right? It's pretty nasty. <laughs> it was. That was gross. Siskel and Eber give it two thumbs up, and Mike Roberts says, oh, that was pretty nasty. <laughs> it's not the fact that, like, her eye goes into the door. It's the fact that, like, it's the slow push, and the fact that you keep seeing how close it's getting. And then you think, oh, they're not going to show it. They're just going to show her head ramming in. But then they show it going in, and then you twist so it breaks off. It's my day off at Dylan with Zombie. I just wanted to drink by the ocean. <laughs> There's so many boats. They should go wrangle those up just in case they might need one. He is really burnt. And she's like, well, I've got to go and dive. I thought he had a shirt on. Well, he is a ginger. <laughs> we burn like a crisp. There is that. I mean, I'm not full ginger, but I've got all the bad parts of being a ginger in my body. See now, if I worked in this place or was a patient in here and saw somebody tied up in a sack of sheets, I'd be suspicious, you know? I would probably second guess that, you know, hospital stay. I'd be like, nah. Half star. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> would not recommend. As much as I love the Friday the 13th series, including the original, the original Friday the 13th wouldn't come out for like another year, and like this fucking puts their practical effects to shame. As much as I love Tom Savini, and as cool as that arrow through the neck is for Kevin Bacon, like, these special effects are kick-ass. So, I read somewhere where like, the dogs that go out and like sniff for dead bodies and like true crime, they can only smell down to four feet. But my question is, like with zombies, you know they come through the ground. I don't know that I would trust the sand burial. And they're like full on like. Well, know, they're on a fucking island. Well, I mean, yeah, you got a point there. They don't have a whole lot of options. But I'd have been like eight feet of sand, you know. At least have them not climb out of the the ground this week like give them some time doris can you put me for rising from the dead in about a week yes sir <laughs> mr peterson look whatever they're eating they gotta stop doing it they got crabs <laughs> <laughs> the crab's a good actor you want a piece of me <laughs> you come over here again i'll snip you in two I'm sorry, are you saying you're a tool, or are you talking about, like, your tool, <laughs> meaning your tool albums? That's about the only rodent they don't have on the island of guinea pig. She's like, so I can understand zombies, but what did you mean my father was transforming into a guinea pig? Like, physically, or... She's like, I've seen some weird stuff, are you being serious? He doesn't look like he's resting in everlasting peace at all. I think that's factually accurate, Doctor. And that's why you make the big bucks. That's a science fact. I seen it. Something to do with voodoo. And that's a not science fact. Doctor's like, nah, they're sick. One guy, voodoo. Two guys, voodoo. Three guys, no. There's a problem. He don't look good. This no good. Maybe he died with it. Maybe it's zombie voodoo. It could be the fact that he's talking about zombies. <laughs> yeah, I like that they bought that. Without ever seeing a zombie, they're like, hmm, yes. 
They're like, well, I've never heard of a zombie before. Wonder what he's talking about. I would love for like the doctor just to be doing lines of coke and just like pick them up in their boat, and he's like, I'm a doctor. There's zombies in voodoo. <laughs> Finger looking good. <laughs> oh yeah, he was talking about zombies. I didn't really think he meant those zombies. Let's just find that hospital and get the hell out of here as quickly as we can. That's the most sound thought process that I've observed this entire time. He's like, I'm getting pretty low on bullets. I've just been plugging so many people. Look at that. That's at least three. Yeah, he's going to need to put out like a zipper cleaner or something. <laughs> we went to free island stay. The free room and board. Why are you that hurt? You're in the back. Everyone else is fine, but he's like, my pride! They were going a solid 10 miles an hour. Man, so either they were going faster, or like this film company hates Land Rover. They're like, they'll just boop a tree, and it'll be out. He, uh, he fractured his love handle. You mean the penis? <laughs> Is that the people who's... No, it's not. That's, those are zombies. They got bags. No, those are the oh, people. Oh, no, those are the people. Okay. Just or, kidding. Or are you making a commentary on consumerism? <laughs> that one. That's what was happening. Right? That, that's why I thought all along. That's what an artist thinks. They were walking like zombies. Oh, he don't look good. Oh, false alarm. He's not a zombie. I bet he's not wishing he had been so snarky about his boat earlier. Is this a conquistador zombie? He's like, you've disturbed my soil. Oh, the earth's pooping. Give me back my helmet. Wait, when zombies rise from the grave, is it the earth pooping? It's like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> it could be. He's like, oh. wait, I thought you liked it when I pulled your hair. Why is he bleeding? Because the car crash, I oh, guess. Oh, the car crash? I guess. We skin his shit on a, on a seatbelt or something? I don't fucking know. That's why I'm like, why is he so injured? Maybe they had a bunch of, like, random sharp cutlery in floorboards. He's like, I'm a door-to-door -door salesman. People don't know the value of these cutlery. Cutlery. That thing's fucking metal. And you know that dude's got eye, like, fucking eye worms all about. He looks like Lurch. He's, uh, he's the zombie from the posters. She waited way too long. Oh, fuck. See, that's why practical effects will always beat special effects, because that shit looked gnarly. I guess this movie's a real think piece. <laughs> I feel like I'd be less afraid of slow zombies, but um, it would depend on how many there were. Yeah, but they're also, like, tenacious, because, like, they just keep coming. Yeah. They're like slow and steady wins the race, personified. Yes, yes, science, science. I feel like there was real opportunity for like a you know hardworking science uh, montage where like zombie That's after zombie. That's montage. Oh, he said it. Well, no, I guess someone's got to say zombie two before we can say roll credits. <laughs> Speak English, Darkwing scientist. If somebody told me where the sacristy was, I would not, I wouldn't know anything at all helpful to resolve anything with the situation. Like at the end of the movie, it's like, so what'd you do with the two drums of kerosene? He's like, I left them wherever you said they were. And he's like, the sacristy. And he's like, no, 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 I heard that. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Doc. I'd be like, I didn't see any signs that spelled what you said, so sorry about that. What about that kerosene? <laughs> was banging the back of his head on the door. He's banging the back of his head because he's just looking around at the other extras. He's like, oh, you guys are idiots. See, everybody's doing this, but only one person's going to notice I'm doing another thing. Like, Come on, Jim. Why you got to stand out? It appears I have a bad case of face being eaten off. <laughs> if I don't make it... <laughs> Me in the morning. Mm, okay, let's go make this bread, fam. I feel like they should make a movie where it's just like, I haven't had my coffee yet, zombies. These hospital bills must have cost an arm and a leg. They found the sacristy. 
Uh oh, didn't move fast enough though. How can you fucking miss? He ran out of dead eye. Oh, there we go. I understood that reference. <laughs> How have they thrown four Molotov cocktails and there's been no evidence of fire? It's been the same shot twice. Definitely not Tom Brady there throwing Molotovs at all. See, that's what happens in every zombie movie. They like try their best to survive, a bunch of plans fail, and it always ends up with them making like a big last stand with a big horde of zombies. Have you heard the good word about our Lord and Savior, Zombie Jesus? <laughs> Did that one just break through the floorboards? Break on through and through the floorboards now! Babe, you may be a zombie, but you still got a rockin' bod. Why is your hair gray now? What do you think was gonna happen, dude? You just fought like a zombie horde, and then you see a zombie, and you're like, ah. Got bags under his eyes. Okay, I don't get what's with you. You're just making constant comments about the American worker. You're like, they look like zombies. They've got bags in their hands, and now he's got bags in his eyes. I'm telling you, they need to make the I haven't had coffee yet zombie. And and that'll be, you know, the new thing. Mondays. Shrugs. <laughs> Days of the week memes. Hang in there posters. <laughs> hey guys, it's almost Friday. Hey guys, I'm going out for lunch with the company card. Uh, what do you guys want? Brains. Brains. Subway. Brains. Brains it is. Oh man, <laughs> sick of brains. So that zombie that they left uh, back for the morticians has now created a zombie epidemic in all of New York. Really kind of disappears into the into the plot. The, the other zombie, the police officer. How many of those people are just like on their way to work? Like, what the hell? I feel like so many people in the background are honking. They're like, "Hey, what are you doing out there?" And that was zombie too. That was pretty good. Okay, we've given you a few bits of info during the film, you've heard a summary, but now it's time for my favorite part, the discussion. Our guests will be providing their review and thoughts on the film while I ask questions and provide everyone with some behind-the-scenes information. Please keep in mind that these are just our opinions. We at the Horror Talk Podcast fully support you having your own opinion on the film, so please go and check it out so you can be informed. That being said, let's hear what our special guest has to say. So we watched one of my favorite zombie movies. I absolutely love zombie, but uh, Mike, give me like, I'll obviously ask you about more details later, but give me like a gut reaction. How'd you like this movie? I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'd never seen it before. I think on like a, a top 10 list, I think it would probably make a, a 10 with me not being like a movie buff, you know? Um, but like zombie movies, for sure. Um, this would make my zombie movie list, uh, just thinking back about it. And like, I feel like I'd be more likely to adventure more into like older films because I, I self-admittedly don't watch older films. Uh, but this was pretty good, and I would definitely watch it. I think it's worth a, a watch number one, at least, for sure. Okay, nice. And I'm glad you feel that way, because like, I feel like lots of people, and rightly so, talk about Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake in, in 2004, but not enough people give this movie love. So... Just uh, right out of the gate, what was your favorite part about the movie? If you had to pick one thing. My favorite part was probably the zombies at the end of the movie. Um, like the conquistador zombies, you know, the Carlos zombie out there. <laughs> um, and um, just kind of like the, the second half of the movie was definitely more um, on par with like the excitement level. 
Uh, but then the buildup, I think the, the very beginning of the movie, like I forgot about the policeman zombie and I wasn't expecting uh, the end for sure. I don't know what I was expecting. I was just along for the ride. My favorite part is the underwater zombie fighting the shark, which is just so fucking kick-ass. Like, you can't name me another movie where, like, a dude is a zombie and fights a real shark. very unique. So, fun fact about that, the guy who was actually the zombie, I mentioned in the podcast that he was, like, a professional deep-sea diver, so he could hold his breath for a long time. The other fun fact was, is he was a shark trainer. So the shark that he was working with was like one of his sharks that he's familiar with, he's worked with before, and just to make sure the shark didn't like eat him, uh, he fed him till he was like completely full, and when he was doing that, just to be sure, he also put some like uh, sedatives in the food, which is why the shark has like a constant dirt face because he was just out of it and so if you even though the fight scene's cool you'll notice he's like ah who's a good shark and the shark's like it's me i'm a good boy (laughs) yeah i mean that that was definitely a very unique situation um never seen that in i don't really think there's a whole lot of anybody fighting sharks outside of shark movies kind of like a little bit of a crossover and I think the buildup was pretty good, too, to that point. Uh, just because, like, with the feel and watching the movie and there not being a whole lot of zombies up to that point, it kind of made sense that the first one would appear there. Or, like, the first one outside of, you know, seeing the beginning or seeing the first zombie. Because, like, not everybody in the movie was aware of that. And the first person to really discover a zombie who was like relevant to the story was the you know the lady scuba diving yeah and i think it's just so fucking cool and i especially love like the blood and the shit it's and you're right like up until this point none of our main characters have seen a zombie except for the female scuba diver which is why i think it's so funny when they go to the island he's like i'm a medical doctor there's voodoo and zombies Like, the one girl should be like, oh, okay, that 100% makes sense why that happened then. But then everyone else should be like, the fuck are you talking about? You're a doctor and we're supposed to believe you? So going off of what we really liked, and there's a lot of good parts about this movie, what was the one thing you didn't like? What was the worst part of the movie for you? Um, Probably just going in... It was the voices not matching up with the words, like how they're talking. But as it went on, it developed into uh, more of just like, I feel like they could have done more with the movie, but they did a lot. Like if I were, if I were, were to imagine that at the time, this was like the, you know, first zombie movie I'd seen, I'd be really excited for it. But it's really interesting to me to learn like the foreign influence and like the the director and the fact that when this came out, there wasn't a lot of that amount of gore or realistic makeup or definitely not like live bugs on people. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think you said a thing you didn't like. I think you said the the dubbing, the audio in the beginning, that was like your least favorite. Yeah, I mean, it. if you can get past that, the movie is really good. I mean, I didn't really have any complaints about it. I'm, I'm a fan of the genre. So you're going to find that, like I said, with like a lot of Italian films because they hire actors who speak different languages. So it's not always going to sync up. That's just something you got to roll with. It's just going to happen. Do you have a favorite quote from this movie? Mm, well, there were some pretty pretty good zingers out there, like from the doctor for sure. Um, it was like the the lack of the lack of speaking that that was kind of more prevalent in this movie. Like for instance, the fact that you know there's the scene where the boat skipper, the the captain, and his girlfriend or whatever, the scuba diving lady, um, they were face to face and they didn't say anything. That was kind of kind of weird to me. But like quotes to really nail down, they don't. There's not really any that like really stick out to me. But um, I think if I were to watch again and look for them, I'm sure they're there. 
I mean, that's fair. And I think that a lot of this is building on like the atmosphere and the environment more so than there's, you're right. There's not like a ton of like quotable things out there. Uh, however, I think it's one of the best openings to a horror movie and it's my favorite line, which is, uh, the boat can leave now alert the crew. And then it just goes. Like, I fucking love that. You have no idea what's going on at the beginning. If you had no idea this was a zombie movie, you'd, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I liked at the beginning where the guy was like, uh, you ever seen a boat before? And just kind of like going on and like asking these <laughs> questions. Like, that just, that, that just rings through my mind the whole time when it's like, hey, do you have anything better to do than get eaten by a zombie this weekend? Um, he's like, you ever seen a boat before? Um, I think that's the theme of this movie. There's there's a lot of indecision and <laughs> questions that should have been asked that were not. So I think I already know the answer, but I want to hear the, the why behind it. Would you recommend this film and why? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's worth a watch, if not just to know like what movies at the time, if you pay attention to that sort of thing. Um, what sort of things were developing, and I don't know, maybe if you really were into like making movies or understanding the way that movies are made, there's a lot of observations to be made that maybe you could see. Hey, that's that's why they film this a certain way. Like we talked about earlier with uh, like the fire and stuff. Like I was saying things that I was like, I bet it was really hot in the makeup and stuff like that. And then you know you confirmed, yeah, that's that's exactly why they didn't you know, why they use the same shot, because it would have been really hot. But yeah, that. <laughs> so if you were to show someone, and I know it's very hard because it's my job, it's really hard to find things that people haven't seen. Would you think that this would be a good first movie for someone who's never seen a zombie movie? Yeah, I think so. Going into it, watching uh, for the first time, I kind of knew what to expect with like the time like the time that the movie came out, but like with, you know, maybe a newer watcher, I think if you are really into movies, like as a hobby, um, you would really enjoy watching the movie. Um, or if like, you know, you watch a movie that's like so bad, it's good. It's also got those kind of aspects to it, but it's also got aspects of doing one thing really well. And that like the makeup was really good. The, the effects for the time I think were good and efficient yeah. Um, but otherwise, you know, I think it was a pretty good movie. It definitely wasn't on my radar. And if it wasn't introduced to me today, I would not have watched it. Well, I'm glad that I was able to introduce you to it. It's, I, I love it. It's fantastic. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful zombie movie. Just like I said, it's in my top three. I would recommend this film because, one... How many other movies are you going to say, oh, have you seen the one where the underwater zombie fights the shark and it's like a real shark? No one's going to be able to pitch you that again. Two, I personally hate eyeball stuff. Like eyeball torture in horror movies is like fucking skin crawling to me. However, I actively seek out those movies because I know that I'm going to get a reaction. Like I know I'm going to feel uncomfortable and that's really hard for someone like me when you watch so many horror movies that you kind of, you, it's like, I wasn't scared. Like I got surprised and startled, but like, I wasn't like fearing, but every time they do eyeball stuff, Oh, especially because it's so well crafted in that scene where it's not just one of those where they shove the head and you're like, Oh, they take their time with it and they show you both her eye perspective and the perspective coming towards the wood ship and it's slow as shit. And the first time I saw it, I never thought that they were going to show it go in and then they do. And you're like, Oh damn. <laughs> it gets me every time. I absolutely love it. I would recommend this film for anybody. It's a great 70s horror film. It's a great classic horror film. It's a great foreign horror film. It's honestly, it's probably tied for my top three foreign horror films. It's got to be this, uh, Suspiria by Dario Argento, and then Train to Busan. That's a good one. That's It's a really good, good zombie movie. 
Okay, so something that I do with all of my guests before we end the podcast is try to think of a tagline. So like right now, we don't have a tagline for the podcast, and I've asked every single guest I've had on so far. So if you were to end the podcast, what would you say would be a good tagline? Did somebody say brains? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. I can work with that. Um, For the Horror Talk podcast, I'm Dakota Jones. This is Mike. Did somebody say brains? (laughs) Oh, fuck. And that's a wrap.